we're bringing you the scoop a nintendo direct airing wednesday june 21st predictions leaks nintendo being back in a lawsuit can you believe it are you even shocked and a whole bunch of news for pikmin there was something that was leaked got the dang scoop for you all right on pikmin 4 the splatoon news pokemon news whole lot for you Well, guys, it's that time of the week for your favorite Nintendo news podcast. It is a Wednesday. It's a Tuesday because of unexpected circumstances. Well, kind of expected, but it's a Tuesday because we have a Nintendo Direct airing Wednesday, June 21st. It was rumored it was leaked to happen. Now we're posting this one day early where we do not have any news on the Direct in terms of what will be in it, but we do have predictions Air date, leaks, so much stuff on there. We'll get to all of that. We're bringing you the scoop. Mario Matter, episode 43. We got Nintendo being back in a lawsuit. Can you believe it? Are you even shocked? We have Pikmin screenshots and a whole bunch of news for Pikmin. There was something that was leaked. We got got the dang scoop for you, all right, on Pikmin 4. Releasing in just about one month. What's it, like 30 days in... Plus one, like 31 days, something like that, right? And we also have Splatoon news, Pokemon news, whole lot for you. Let's go ahead, let's get to all of the headlines and not delay what you want to hear about. Yeah! You know what's crazy? I think last episode my camera was like out of focus or something because I had on manual focus because I was taking like thumbnail pictures. It was out of focus last time. We're in focus now, ladies and gents. So here's the headline segment where we go through a bunch of Nintendo news from the last seven days. This episode comes out on June 20th, I believe, 20th. And it is a Tuesday, but normally it'd be on a Wednesday. So let's go back six days, I guess, because normally it'd be seven, to June 14th. Now, June 14th, when I posted my last podcast, it was also June 14th. And it sucks because you post a news podcast one day later, and then news comes out the day you're posting the podcast, and you can't report on it. So anyways, we're covering last Wednesday here, all right? Nintendo announced that morning, here's our first headline, that Nintendo Summer of Play Tour, Yeah, th- this is a, a tour, they're, they're going on a live tour, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, but there is something called a Summer of Play Tour that has been announced for this summer, alright, let's explain what the Nintendo Summer of Play Tour is, this is how they describe it, quote, this summer, Nintendo is traveling across the U.S., to nine malls and inviting you to join the fun. Not me, not, you know, Mario, you, really you. Uh, To nine malls, inviting you to to join the fun. Take pictures around the campfire with Isabel and Tom Nook from the Animal Crossing New Horizons game, or take a snapshot with Pikachu and other Pokemon featured in the Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet games. Plus, you can play Nintendo Switch games at the event, including... The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom game. Now, this sounds cool. Not only are you going to a mall to play and test out Switch games, from what they say, take pictures with Isabelle and Tom Nook and, you know, Pikachu from Pokemon. What this sounds like to me, if that's not them saying, like, you know, 
maybe to okay at first that sounded like take pictures with them like in the game but it sounds like they'll have tom nook and isabel and pikachu mascots at the event that's what it sounds like to me which is pretty cool because even if you already have all the games they're going to show off at the event you can still stop by if there's a mall near you i'll go over where the uh, malls are or the locations they'll have it at in a second even if you have all the games, you can still stop by and take t take a cool, you know, picture, photo op kind of thing with these characters. Now, it does say Pikachu and other Pokemon. They do have mascots of Fuecoco, Quaxley, uh, who's the other one? I'm not a big Pokemon guy. The green one. Um, shoot, who are the starters for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet? Not a good start. Uh, starters, don't, don't tell me. I can't even say his name now. Sprigatito. There you go. Um, I guess there could be maybe a photo op with those three, but at the very least, Pikachu, Isabel, and Tom Nook. And the nine malls this takes place at and the dates that it'll take place on, here we go. We got Mall of America in Bloomington, Minnesota, taking, uh, taking place from June 15th to June 18th. I don't know that it's all day. Uh, but there was no exact time for it, as far as I can see. So it might be all day uh, between those those two dates. Uh, but there could be hours that come out, like you know, twelve to four uh, when the date when the date ugh, when the date gets closer. Although that already happened, so I assume it's all day because I couldn't find any hours for it. Then Great Lakes Crossing Outlets in Auburn Hills, Michigan, from June twenty second to June twenty fifth. That is the uh, next upcoming one as of this second at the time of recording. Then the Meat Packing District pop-up in New York, New York, on June 29th to July 2nd. And then the West Town Mall in Knoxville, Tennessee, from July 7th to July 10th. And then the Florida Mall in, in uh, can you guess where? <laughs> in... In New York, I'm kidding. No, it's in it's in Orlando, Florida. If you couldn't guess, July 20th to July 23rd. Then the Barton Creek Square. We're almost done here. Sorry. In Austin, Texas, July 28th to July 31st. The Gateway, Salt Lake City, Utah, August 10th to August 13th. That is a long. Wait, no, sorry. I thought I I thought it was like August 10th, to like August 20th. Sorry. I I thought it said 23rd. Oopsie. And then the Flatiron Crossing in Broomfield, Colorado, August 17th to August 20th. Then Santa Monica pa uh, Place, Santa Monica, California. Half these places reveal the location before you even get there. Like the Florida Mall. Anyways, the one in Santa Monica takes place on August 25th to August 28th. So if you have the random itch to go and play some Switch games that you already own and take a picture with Pikachu and Isabel and Tom Nook, I mean, feel, feel absolutely free. If these places are near you, go ahead, stop by. None are near me. I mean, you know, they're closed, like, hours away. So go to the mall, take the picture, have a jolly old day. Anyways, that will take place all this summer. Then, one more piece of news for that Wednesday, June 14th. You know, Nintendo doesn't like to, to put out much news after I post my podcast because it'll take one week for them to get coverage. Obviously, they put out news on a Tuesday like, the, like they did today with the Direct. So then, they get featured in my podcast. You, you, you see, like, they have a certain 
kind of relation with me. They know to air the direct on Wednesday so that it'll be in my podcast. You know, it's just great. Like, like they totally have a smart marketing team, obviously. So June 14th, you have the Super Mario Bros. The movie plumbing website has been updated, weirdly enough, because after the movie releases, you know, you wouldn't think to update it, you know, the whole, uh, the promotion stick is, stick is gone, so if you go over to the website, you will notice it looks mostly the same, although there is a button there now that says key to the city, now, let me tell you, I don't know if my speakers were just way too loud, when I clicked on this button at like 6am today, it was so loud, it was blaring Mario movie music, I probably woke up everybody in my house, um, so just beware, Maybe it was just me. Maybe I have, you know, loud speakers. It should have been at a normal volume, but for me, it was pretty loud. So, key to the city, it essentially just takes you to... I just heard the music again. No, that is for sure loud on its own. It takes you to to go and buy the uh, movie on digital or DVD. And then there's also brand new reviews. So, if you scroll down, you have people like Spike leaving a review. His review says, the subpar Mario Bros, somehow, missing the E in somehow, managed to save Brooklyn with two N's. So I'm officially bumping my review from one star to one and a half. So Spike left them a one and a half star review on the site. And then finally, the last update that I noticed was the live chat feature. So what you can do is, well, live chat, not really, it's a bot. But you can chat with a bot on their site, and you can even play a game like 20 Questions, where where they will ask you questions, uh, or you can ask a question. What does the key to the city unlock? We assume a cool secret door, but we haven't found it yet. So it's kind of like they're answering their own questions in the live chat. You just get to read and see some cool info. I mean, they have like slight references like I believe one of the questions was like you know uh how many clients have you served and they had their answer was 64 obviously like N64 Mario 64 that kind of stuff right so there's a whole lot of references in the live chat if you want to go and use it link down below in the sources and links pastement but moving on to June 15th where we get into the big news guys Something that we had reported on, I believe it was the last episode, it might have been the one before that. I mean, we've been we've been talking about it all year, but it, it became big, uh, I believe, last week. And so, the Legend of Zelda movie, guys, the movie, this was a big thing over a week ago. It was this thing, this credible, or so it seems, or so we thought, movie critic named Jeff Snyder came out on the Hot Mike podcast and said that Illumination and Nintendo are nearing a deal to make a Legend of Zelda movie. Now, the Illumination CEO did an interview with with The Wrap. And Chris Melodondry, you might remember him from the Mario movie trailer directs. He would say, say a few words before the trailer aired. He did an interview, and he said this when asked about the Zelda movie possibly being a thing. He said, quote, I don't know where that came from. I mean, 
I can understand how people would surmise all sorts of things because obviously we've had a great experience working together. My relationship with Nintendo now includes being on their board of directors, so I understand how people can surmise these things, but in terms of the specifics, that was just something that I've been hearing lots of reports. This is just about what's next between Nintendo and Illumination. So he has zero idea this is happening. Is he no-selling us? Does he really know something? I doubt it. I don't think they're going to make a Zelda movie. I think they're smart. You know, they're going to take my advice and make a Zelda anime series. I'm kidding. But, I mean, no. I mean, if they're ever going to make a Zelda movie, I don't think it'll be next. Like, don't even talk about it now when you don't have the Mario movie 2 possibly even started or near finished. Like, I don't think they have the Mario movie 2 finished. I don't think so. So, to talk about a Zelda movie, you know, before you even get to the to the sequel that, that you obviously teased at the end of the movie, would just be weird. So, I think, you know, they for sure have an agreement to make, at the very least, a sequel to the Mario movie, if not a trilogy. So, we'll have to wait on that before any kind of Zelda movie, I think. I don't, I just, I, you know, if they're going to make a Zelda some sort of entertainment, uh... I don't think a movie is the way to go, especially not with Illumination, who makes jolly happy movies like Minions and stuff. So, I don't think it'll happen. No surprise to me, although the rumor I did buy into, and it seemed pretty convincing, so I must have got played right there. Then, on Game Boy Advance Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pack, if you do not have one of the great Game Boy Advance systems, this is for you. If, you, if you're forking over money for the expansion pack, we got news for you. Fire Emblem is coming to the Game Boy Advance Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack service that will be on there Friday, June 23rd. That is in three days from the time of this podcast releasing. Nintendo put out a trailer for it with the release date being June 23rd. Not much to dive into here. It is Fire Emblem. I'm, you know, I don't play Fire Emblem games. What am I going to tell you? Uh, I've heard it's good. They're bringing it over for a good reason. So if you have the Game Boy Advance library on your Switch, definitely. I mean, I've not played it, but but I, I hear it's good. So for that reason, I recommend you go and play it. Then, big news for our Nintendo UK fans and our Australian fans. The N64 controller has come back in stock and it is restocked on the UK and Australian Nintendo websites. Now, if you've been looking for this, you're you're browsing the N64 library on your Switch, and you're like, dang it, I want to play Mario 64 or Ocarina of Time, but I don't want to do it with the Joy-Cons, because that is way too modern. You can buy yourself a, uh, or N, N, N64 controller, you know, it's always weird to, 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 to say N, 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 N64, because it sounds like there's two N's, but you're saying N. And N60, it's weird, right? Anyways, you can go and check those out. The link is in the description. Now, last time I checked, they were in stock. If you're watching like 10 months later, I can't really guarantee you nothing. So, check them out. And then moving on to June 16th. Guys, June 16th. What were you doing on June 16th? For me personally, I was probably playing Pikmin. But anyways, June 16th, we got the scoop for you guys. Piracy is a crime. I'm sure you know that you can't download games that you don't own 
or games that you do own. I mean, you can't download them anyway. Either piracy is a crime. Don't twist my words. Don't twist my words. It's a crime, bro. Anyways, because it is such a crime, the piracy subreddit, mainly for Switch games, has been striked down by Nintendo. So as of right now, I won't get into it because I don't even know the full scoop on the, on the situation, but Reddit's having all kinds of problems. I don't know. I don't want to give my piece on it. Uh, I don't know much about it. I just know that they're having problems. Um, and, you know, there's like protests. I don't even, I don't know. Um, but the piracy subreddit where people were sharing information on how to play Tears of the Kingdom, they were sharing that kind of info and Obviously, because it's your Big Bang Zelda game, your $70 game, Nintendo is going to try to shut down this subreddit, and they did. The piracy subreddit is no longer a thing for Switch users on the good old site that we know as Reddit. It had 70,000 members. 70,000 people were just committing crimes like that. So, good thing they had shut it down. Piracy is a crime. You're obviously staying on the right side of the law here. Now, we did see a while ago that Nintendo was going after a bunch of people who were downloading the Tears of the Kingdom ROM. So, like, when it comes to piracy, especially on bigger games, dude, they, they, don't, they don't mess around. Like, you probably won't see it happen much when Pikmin 4 releases because, you know, it's a big game. It's a first-party game, but it's Pikmin. Like, they don't care that much. But for Zelda, bro, you can't get the game early. If you leak it, good luck. If you download it, good luck. You know, they're, they're, they're coming after you. So, piracy subreddit shut down and striked down by Nintendo. Although, that's, you know... The dang saying goes, when one door closes, another opens. So, when one piece of Nintendo material closes, another one comes out. And guess what, guys? The Bokoblin Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild Amiibo has been restocked with reprints. So, what has happened? Now, this Amiibo, the Bokoblin, showed up on Best Buy's website a few days ago. I believe it was June 16th. It showed up there. And you could not buy it. It's there. It says it'll come back, but it's not available. About a day later, we see it pop up on Amazon for the retail price of $15.99, according to this article. Now, it was there, and it's gone. Now, if you go to the link where you buy the Amiibo, it's still there. And you can get it free one day if you have Prime. But it's $38, which is absolutely not retail price. So, I mean, you can do that. But really, I would just wait. I would wait until it comes on Best Buy. Because with Amazon, it goes out of stock. And it makes you think it's there. Because some scalpers selling it for, what's that, twice the price? You know, a, a little over twice the price. I would wait until it comes back for 16 bucks on Best Buy. Now, you know, before that sells out, how do you guarantee that you will get that, that Amiibo? What I do is I follow Twitter accounts such as Wario64, uh, Amiibo Alerts is a good one. Follow these accounts on Twitter and then turn on the notification bell and you will get notified whenever they're back in stock as those guys are always 
one of the first people to tweet out there is new stock for the Bokoblin Amiibo and pretty much any other rare Nintendo item. For example, when the Direct airs tomorrow, Wednesday, June 21st, uh, if there is a if, if there's like a game, you know, Paper Mario Thousand Year Door releases tomorrow or after this presentation, you know, say what happened with the Metroid Prime Remastered. It was available digitally after the showcase and then physically two weeks later. Those guys will tweet out links for you to go and buy it physically as soon as they drop. So they're good for everything uh, Nintendo, and of course, other things. So, go and follow Wario64, Nintendo Deal, Amiibo Alerts, although obviously the Amiibo Alerts one is only for Amiibo. Uh, any of those guys, great. Turn on notifications, tell them I sent you. Maybe they'll, I mean, I don't know, they're, they're, they're not gonna give me anything. I don't know. <laughs> don't, don't tell them I sent you. Because, um, you know, nothing will happen. But, anyways, look out for the Coblin Amiibos. Then, guys, June 16th, I mean, was absolutely the day to taunt you, okay? If you're a big, like, plushy guy, they're just laughing at you, right? So, assuming you're not in Japan, there's a whole bunch of Nintendo Japanese exclusive plushies releasing so there's three sets of brand new ones more than than three actual plushies let's go through so beginning with the brand new kirby copyability plushies coming to japan there are four plushies in this set you have one being the frosty ice kirby the toy hammer kirby the chain bomb kirby and the deep sleep kirby all of these releasing in mid-november 2023 so that's a while. You got to be in Japan in November to get these guys. Now, the reason I even bring it up, you know, considering a very small part of my audience is in Japan, is because if you really like any of these plushies that I bring up, you can still get it. You know, you can still have it. Just because it's only sold in Japan doesn't mean you cannot get it, you know, delivered here. It just takes a bit of sh uh, shipping money. It takes maybe using a third-party service to get it. I mean, I have Animal Crossing plushies from Japan only. I have a Sherb plushie. I have, what's the other, uh, Jeb, uh, Filbert. I have a Filbert plushie. I believe that is Japan exclusive. I have a few of those. So eBay is good. eBay is real simple. If you find a Japanese exclusive plush on eBay, that's simple. Uh, but in terms of, like, Nintendo stuff... Uh, that could be a bit, a bit more complicated. I've never actually, like, done it, but I, I do believe that you need to use a third-party service, like, uh, does does Bai work? I've heard of Bai. Uh, something else to where Nintendo will, sh will ship it to the warehouse, and then they ship it to you. So that's kind of how the third-party party service would work as the middleman. So, anyways, brand-new Kirby Plush. And then, on top of that, there's a bunch of new... Pokemon water type Pokemon diving merchandise. Uh, we'll get to more plushies after this. But I believe there are a few plushies included in this whole collection. Uh, actually, I guess not. No, maybe not. But there is a whole diving collection with flip-flops, keychains, beach balls, notebooks. Kind of like a whole summer set in Japan. Go and check it out in the description if any of these summer items appeal to you. There's even a shirt. Uh, there's some pens. 
it's a lot of cool stuff a beach ball is really really cool and then we have guess what guys even more plushies coming out for pokemon guess what can you guess who they are there's three new ones coming out only in japan if you can guess i'll buy them all for you okay ready guess okay first guess okay that was that was your second and okay there you go so I can tell you that's probably not correct, unless you read this piece of news before me. Anyways, we have the... Is it Armor Rouge? Armor Rouge, Cyrilege, and Wiglet plushies coming to Japan on July 1st. So, honestly, out of these three, my favorite is probably Wiglet. I like Wiglet a whole lot. Uh, these will be at the Pokemon Center... And you can also order them on Amazon Japan if you do want them elsewhere. So if you're in the UK and they're only in Japan, boom, Amazon Japan, shipping money is always going to be a thing. But you can, in fact, get some of these plush if you do want them. So check them out. And then June 17th, we are catching up to real time, guys. It is June 20th at the date of recording. We're catching up. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet always just distributing free codes for you to use in your game. And today, guys, is just absolutely no different. Anyways, we have a free East Sea Gastrodon code that is available. Now, this code originates and kind of comes from the 2022 Pokemon World Champion. They used this Pokemon to get them to be a world champion in a Pokemon. So, with that, your code to redeem a free East Sea Gastrodon is PTC C H A M P 10N2122. That is PTC Champion with the I in champion being a 1 and the O in champion being a 0, 2122. It is on screen for podcast only listeners, you know, the audio. That, that is PTC CHAMP 10N2122. There's your code. Go and redeem it before it's gone for eternity. <sighs> Enjoy. Then, guys, Splatoon 3. We're waiting on the second half of the Splatoon DLC, the Side Order DLC. This was teased to us in the last Direct, before the one tomorrow, as of recording, June, June 21st. We got this teased, and we've been waiting to hear more about the Side Order DLC, you know, whatever this is. So... We actually don't have official, you know, confirmation on when it'll release, but we do have interviews with the developers and the head guys over at Splatoon. So, let's go ahead, let's read. Thank you to Nintendo Everything for the translation here from Japanese to the good old English. I'm not going to go over every single question that that was asked because there's a lot, but if you want if you want to see all of them, they're in the description. I've just pulled the biggest and the juiciest ones. So let's go here. The interviewer asked, In the trailer for Sign Order, the second wave of the expansion pass, we caught a glimpse of Off the Hook 
and the Octolings, and then, you know, they stopped there, and then Hisashi Nogami said, yes, as everyone has guessed, the two of them are definitely making an appearance. We can't give away any details yet, but it's going to be a new story that Off the Hook will be part of. We also plan on making the gameplay completely new and different, so please look forward to it. Interesting! Gameplay completely new and different in the exact same Splatoon 3 game. You know, whatever the, this is, should be good. Our last DLC was, you know, before Splatoon 3, was Octo Expansion. That was kind of like an extended story mode, but this is like a whole different gameplay experience, a brand new story, off the hook, Octolings, everything is coming to side order. That should be fun. And then the interviewer also brought up, then... Please tell us why Inkopolis was brought back in Wave 1 of the Expansion Pass. And then I do not have the first name of this person. Maybe if we had a good old Google search. Inu Splatoon. Saita? 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 Ino. Ino. Guys, I'm not good with Japanese pronunciations of the good old names of our friends at Nintendo. But we certainly try our best. Hopefully that is a funny highlight of the podcast, me trying to pronounce these names. Anyways, they said, quote, A lot of people started playing the series with either 2 or 3. And while they knew about Splatoon 1, we wanted to show those who haven't actually played that entry what Inkopolis is like. And the Squid Sisters doing their real job. Which I think is super cool because he's right. Splatoon 1 didn't sell well. Now... I think it would've if it was on a better console, like if they made Splatoon 1 for the Switch, I think it would sell well. But because it was it was on the Wii U, which only sold 13 million copies, um, it's not gonna sell well. So I do think bringing back or bringing forward what they had made that not many experienced is cool because one, as you know, they mentioned, old players can see what it was like. And then what I like about it is for those who did play Splatoon 1, it's nostalgic for you. It's like just, you know, because that was almost 10 years ago when that Splatoon 1 game released. And you're in Inkopolis. It's nostalgic, man. That's really cool. So I do appreciate the Splatoon developers making the DLC with Inkopolis. Hopefully that can be like a recurring thing. Like, well, I don't know, because you only have to bring it back one time. Like, I wouldn't expect Inkopolis to be in like Splatoon 4 and stuff. Um... I don't know, but it's cool for Splatoon 3. Do you know what's crazy? Correct me if I'm wrong. Splatoon 1 on the Wii U, obviously, is down right now. And so is Mario Kart 8 because of, like, security stuff. When is that going to be back? Is it already back? I don't think it is because I, I think I would I, I would know and we'd report on it. I don't think it's back yet. So I, I think Splatoon is still down. That's terrible. You know, I can't even go in and play Splatoon before the, you know, eventually one day soon, the online servers shut down. It's going to, you know, they better extend it. Like, if they had plans to shut down online servers, uh, you know, for example, March of 2024, you know, I want them to extend it a bit. Like, extend it by, like, six months. Because these servers being down right now is me, like, losing time to play your Wii U games and your 3DS games, I believe Mario Kart 7? No, I think Mario Kart's fine. But Splatoon and Mario Kart 8 are not fine. 
I want to, I want an extra six months to cherish these games. And maybe I sound like a Karen, like, yeah, you better extend it. No, I'm kidding. But I mean, like you probably should, it's just right to do. All right. Then June 18th, our next day, getting closer and closer to the current news. There's not much news on June 18th. And by not much news, I mean news that you already know about. Wow. <laughs> On June 18th, we got another rumbling of a Nintendo Direct being rumored for this week. It comes via a Portuguese Nintendo site called Nintendo Universe. They reported on their, well, very possibly being a Direct happening this week, the week of June... Today's Tuesday, June 19th, because you always say, you know, when you say the week of, you say the Monday, the week of June 19th. And guess what, guys? We got a direct announced. We won't go over what was in the direct because it is 12 p.m. on June 20th, one day, one day before, but we'll discuss predictions, leaks, rumors, all of it. And then I'll make a separate reaction video. Uh, so I'll upload my full reaction to the, to the presentation. And my thoughts right afterwards. Anyways, there you go. June 18th, then June 19th, guys. What happened June 19th? Well, more direct stuff. And here's your first little bit of leaks. I did not want to wanted to, you know, discuss leaks in a full-on segment. Just because I didn't know how credible they were. And I still don't know how credible they are. But listen to this. Let me tell you a story, right? So, yesterday, I go on Twitter. And I see this article from My Nintendo News. That is a website. They're very, very good. And I'm reading this article about there being a new 2D Mario game shown off in the direct that happens tomorrow. And I'm looking where it comes from. And it's by this guy named Pioro or Puro underscore ND on Twitter. Now, this guy has literally been scaring me for the past two days. I'm not kidding, right? I'm not I'm not I'm not joking. He's been like freaking me out, okay? And I'll tell you why. So let, let's go back. Let's go back to early May. Let's go back there. Early May or sorry, not early May. Late May, May 29th. He tweets out May 29th, right? Nintendo will announce a new first-party game this week, which is a sequel to a game released in 2017. Everybody wants to switch. This guy's scary. How did he know that? How did he know? If you thought that was bad, June 6th, he tweets out hashtag Sonic Superstars. June 8th, it was announced. How does he know that? Okay, anyways. So, He's two for two, and he has even more before that, but I'm just bringing you two recent times. Like, he predicted the name of a Pokemon, Grievard, Grievard, and that, and that was correct. Anyways, June 19th, he tweets out, after going three for three and more, you know, he's been right about more things, but from what I've brought up to you, three for three, he tweets out, in case you were wondering... What games will be announced in this week's Direct? A new 2D Super Mario Bros. And a remake of an SNES classic. This guy is 100% accurate according to his um, like old tweets. And he says a new 2D Mario game is coming. 
And, I mean, even just him saying, or her, what games will be announced in this week's Direct, they have news. You know, they were already half right with this tweet. There is a Direct this, this week. So, if that happens, that's insane. If there's a 2D Mario game, that's insane. Now, you'll notice with the tweet on screen, if my tweet capture can even, like, you know, put it in the image, it, where it says, in case you were wondering, wonder, the word wonder is in a weird special font, you know, one that stands out. And what I'm noticing here is if you go to Puro's likes on Twitter, I'm actually one of them, and we'll get to that in a minute. If you go to the likes of Puro and you scroll down, you can see there are people commenting like Super Mario Wonder, Super Mario Wonderland, you know, Super Mario Wonder, Mario Bros. Wonder, and he's liking those tweets and only those ones. I won't be shocked if the game name is Super Mario Bros. Wonder Wonderland or you know something like that. Wonder Wonderful Super Mario Bros. I won't be shocked. This guy seems to, to know something, right? And then this morning, June 20th, guess what he tweets? This is where I got really scared. Like, this guy is cryptic, bro. He, this is where I got freaked out. They tweet, Good morning, with a gif of Detective Pikachu. Dude! Dude! Detective Pikachu 2 has been in the works for years. Since 2019. Is it happening? Is it happening? Now, I saw people saying... Well, if it gets announced, it'll be in a Pokemon Presents. While that would most likely be the case, I just, you know, I could see it being in a Direct. I mean, it's just big, you know? I could see it being in a Direct. I don't think that's impossible. So, if this guy... <laughs> I'm just watching the dang GIF dance. If this guy knows something real, and he's... Hinting properly here, Detective Pikachu 2 is probably going to get announced in the direct. I mean, <laughs> this guy's scary. And so guess what? Remember when I said he likes tweets that might be correct, like how he was liking, uh, you know, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, Mario RPG? He liked my tweet. I replied to this guy and said, bro, you got to stop, LMAO. And now I want... Detective Pikachu 2. I'm trying to put the pieces together. He liked my tweet. And he also liked one that says, Detective Pikachu 2? Dude, he only likes tweets of, like, you know, what he's trying to say, but can't say fully or won't say fully. Okay, I don't know if this guy, like, works at Nintendo and has, and has some, like, burner account or if this is like Miyamoto himself. Like, I don't even know. Who is behind the account? I don't know. Anyways, that is not confirmed. But he's like, you know, pretty accurate with his previous leaks. Now, we look at leakers, you know, and some guys will say, that you know, this is happening. And it just like doesn't happen. That's not a credible leaker. This guy, go to the tweets. Look at the tweets for yourself. May 29th, he talked about everybody won to switch. But we knew everybody won to switch. Not not the title of the game, but that there was a switch 
one two switch sequel coming but to say it'll be announced this week and it happens like three days later that's that's the crazy part right that's the crazy part so this guy is scary scary accurate he's like a you know some some mystery and i'm not gonna lie okay i'm not gonna lie people were saying i would get sued by nintendo for making that fake direct leak where none of that is at all confirmed or even remotely true well it could be true but you know it i made it as a joke this guy if he actually has like real information this guy could get like i wouldn't say like investigated but like bro you you shouldn't know that much about a direct habit like if the game name is mario bros wonder and he just like said that out there dude they have to look into who this guy even is they have to and i don't want it to happen because he just gave us great news but like if you're nintendo and you're cracking down on tears of the kingdom leaks and you don't crack down on this guy i mean what are you doing I do not advocate for it to happen, but like if I was a company and he just and he and, and he leaked everything, yeah, I would look into him too. Like who is he? Does he work there? I don't know. Like, do you know what's crazy? That I don't think about a lot. Like, there's so many people who know what'll be in a direct before it happens. Obvious now that sounds very very obvious. You know, people edit it. I'm sure Miyamoto has a fantastic idea. I'm sure a lot of people have a great idea. That's very obvious. But it's like, do you know how many people probably know the projects that they're working on? Like, this can so easily spread. And I'm surprised that more Nintendo leaks don't spread. Because, you know, this is probably a rare case. Like, it's as simple as your cousin being top of Nintendo... And I'm telling you, hey, Mario Kart 9's done. Like, it's that simple. They don't have a microphone on you at all times. So, I don't know if this guy knows somebody. If he is somebody, it's hard to say. Because you don't just, like, get leaks out of nowhere and, like, be this confident to tweet them all out and get them all right. Like, it's crazy. I don't know. Anyways, that's that for the whole direct leaking stuff. We have more direct talk in a bit. Anyways... Let's get to June 20th. Guess what the news is, guys? Nintendo Direct airing June 21st. So, guys, I will be live streaming, live reacting to the Nintendo Direct airing June 21st at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time. I'll be live one hour before it airs to chat and predict and talk it up. Uh, so, I'll be live at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Central Time. Uh, 6 a.m. Pacific time. Be there or be square like SpongeBob, bro. We're gonna have a blast. If there is really a 2D Mario game, we're gonna have a blast. Normally, I react to directs crazily. I start screaming and everything. Ever since I've been doing my YouTube shorts, I've not screamed at a direct. So this could be your first chance to watch me scream at a direct. Now I don't want to. Like I'm not like putting on a scream. But if I see a 2D Mario game, I'm going crazy. Like, that's insane, you know? Anyways, it should be a good direct. I have feeling in my heart that it'll be one of the, or the best direct, not of all time, but in a while. Like, dating back to, like, summer 2021. Like, I think it'll be one of the best in a while. 
So that's what I'm calling. I mean, if there's a 2D Mario game, it's automatically the best in a while. Almost every single one after that has been mediocre. I mean, you had the Tears of the Kingdom trailer in like five of them. Like like two or three of them. Which is great. No, Zelda's great. I'm not like hating on the game, but it's like the 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 final big bang is like we already knew it was happening. It wasn't like brand new news to make it a great direct. It was just there. Last one, our big highlight was probably Pikmin 4, which isn't it's not it's not gigantic. Uh, oh, sorry, that was September. Our last one in February, our highlight was probably Metroid Prime, um, Game Boy games, and Splatoon 2 DLC. Or sorry, Splatoon 3 DLC. Uh, I hope I'm not forgetting anything there. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of the best part of the last Direct. If we get a 2D Mario, automatically one of the best ones. You don't get Mario announcements often for like a... Sorry. For like a mainline game. For, for mainline stuff. Our last one was Mario Odyssey. Well, I mean, you know, excluding the Mario Bros. U port. Last one was Mario Odyssey. Dude, I'm excited to see if there is a 2D Mario game, what the graphics and the whole textures look like. Ah, oh, dude, shut up. This, this, this is going to be so great. It's, it's, it's going to be great. Mario Bros. Switch, Mario Bros. Wonder, you know, whatever the game is, I'm ready for it. Anyways, let's get to our first segment discussing the game that we actually, actually, you know, just mentioned, not Mario Bros., but Pikmin 4. We got screenshots leaked from Japan of the game. Big news. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, may I direct your attention to the smart board behind me? I'm kidding. There's no smart board. But, you know, like in school, if you had one, you would have these big smart boards where the teachers would have, like, a projector and they would go on the smart board. And then, you know, you would, like, solve math problems and you would, like, walk up to it. You know, you would raise your hand to go and solve the math problem on the smart board and they'd call you, you stand up. You walk towards the smart board like you're the man or the woman, and you go and solve the equation and sit and sit back down. Did anybody else have that? Did anyone else have a smart board, like in school, or is that like a thing you know only that my schools had? I don't know. I, I could be talking absolute nonsense. Anyways, guys, Pikmin Four. How do you relate Pikmin Four and a smart board from elementary school? Anyways, we got leaked screenshots and information from Japan. So sometime in the past 24 hours, those those friends in Japan went to the good old Japanese retailer and what do you see when you when you go to a Japanese retailer? You see Pikmin 4 download cards. Now we have an image, two images of information from, from Pikmin 4. Let's go ahead, let's read the first one. So, uh, I shouldn't say read the first one, it's in Japanese, and I've tried to translate it myself, but I keep getting, like, weird translations that make nearly no sense, and, like, it would say Bikmin, like, I just can't trust these translations, but I doubt it's very important. Now, with the top image, we just see Pikmin for advertising, not very much. And then in the second row of images on the far left, going over to the far right, beginning with the left, we have the Ice Pikmin. Now, we already knew the Ice Pikmin exists from the trailers, that we do have a nice little render 
of the Ice Pikmin. And in the second image there, you can see the Ice Pikmin attacking what appears to be a Bulborb. Just absolutely going ham there. Then in the third image from the left, uh, it's hard to see what's going on. It looks like normal blue Pikmin uh, in a frosty little land. It's hard to say what's going on there. Uh, what is that? Ugh. I can't really zoom in, can I? No. I think they're carrying something. It's so hard to even tell, you know, what that is. But what's really intriguing is the image on the far right of the second row, of, of the middle row. Um, is the dog in a house? Guys, is that a house? Is that a living room in Pikmin 4? I mean, okay. I don't want to make assumptions because that can probably just be some small... You know, cutscene in the game. But, like, can you imagine if you have a house and, like, the Pikmin can live in the house instead of the onions? Dude, that would be so cool. If you can have Pikmin live in a house. Oh, gosh. Now, once again, this might be, like, some very, very, very small part of the game. Some cutscene. I doubt it'll be a cutscene. But, like, you know, some small part of the game where that's where the, the, the dog lives. If there's some kind of like house incorpor incorporation, is that kind of the word? Uh, that that'll be so cool. That'll be amazing. Pikmin house. Then going down to the bottom images from left to right, the far left, we have what appears to be a beach ball. They are outside. You know, this looks like, and uh, you know, I'm not saying that that it is. This looks like the backyard to that house. Pretty cool. Then what's interesting? Interesting. Interesting again is the image second from the left guys look at that multiplayer pikmin has been confirmed as you can see even with the image on the very 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 far right bottom right you can see one player two player there is multiplayer with pikmin 4 now you obviously do not need to play with a player number two but you certainly can now you are able to see that in the bottom right image, you can see that the left Joy-Con player appears to be controlling the character. And the player 2 seems to be the one throwing the Pikmin, as you can see the little reticle image. And then the picture of Olimar or whoever else the main characters are. Player 1 controlling, player 2 throwing. So, that's a nice little combo because obviously with two players, you're going to take the two biggest features. Running around and throwing Pikmin and putting them into two players... Perfect. I love it. I'll take it. I love it. There you go. Multiplayer. That looks pretty cool. Now, we do have one more image to look at from a download card in Japan. Uh, now, this looks pretty standard, but there is some good information on this card. The first bit being at the top, you can see this game is 11 gigabytes. Now, that is the file size for Japan. It could be very, very slightly different for other regions mainly just because of language and stuff, but you can certainly expect it to be right around the 11 gigabyte range. Of course, one to two players, but only one if you're playing in handheld mode. And then guess what, guys? A big thing making the rounds is the fact you can use a pro control. No, obviously you can use a pro controller. The big thing making the rounds is that this game was made with Unreal Engine, now, I'm not going to act like I'm super, you know, experienced with Unreal Engine or experienced at all. But it's certainly different 
for Nintendo, you don't see a whole lot of their games made with Unreal Engine, which is a software to make these kinds of games. Pikmin 4 could be a slightly different experience. You never know. Could be different. That dog might look real nice. I mean, Pikmin 4, it's just, a, it's a bang, right? Comes out in just about a month. Can we, can we get the, the exact dates? Days until July 21st. 31 days, just as I thought, because there are uh, 31 days in June. No, there's 30 days in June. Wow, I was wrong. Anyways, 31 days left until Pikmin 4. That's nice. Now, that is our Pikmin 4 news. Whole lot of news. When that, uh, when those screenshots leaked, I was honestly shocked. I didn't know what I was looking at at first until I, well, looked at it. <laughs> and it looks cool. Gets me even more excited. I can't wait. I'll see you all on July 21st. But with that, we have two, three more segments to get to. Two news related and one uh, answering your questions at the very end. Let's get to our next segment of the Codpast or the podcast yeah the podcast guys i mean this is absolutely familiar territory to you if you've been around these parts of the show you would absolutely know nintendo is no stranger to lawsuits and boy are they back in one i mean how many like real lawsuits are they battling every day it's probably a lot so they're still being sued, as far as I know, as far as we all know, by the kid and the father with Mario Kart Tour. If you haven't heard about that, I'll link that episode in the description. It's weird. And then, now they're being sued by another video game company called Game Vice. Now, this is not their first time being sued by, by Game Vice. What happened is when the Switch was announced... They got sued for patent infringement in August of 2017, and Nintendo kind of brushed their shoulders and won relatively easily. Then they tried again in March 2018. Nintendo, they, they obviously won. Nintendo won. That's that. And now they're trying again in March 2023 over the exact same thing, patent infringement. Now, you might wonder why exactly are they suing? Well, ladies, gents, let me show you. On screen right now is a picture of the Game Vice wiki pad. Now, this, honestly, if they have problems with anybody, you would think... They have more of a problem with Steam Deck. I think it looks more like a Steam Deck than it looks like a Switch, honestly. I think you you maybe go after Steam Deck with that one. But no, they're going after Nintendo. Now, there's the Game Vice Wikipad. Here's the Switch. Yeah, they're both the same concept. Two, two you know, side controllers and a screen. But, like, I just... Don't see how this is smart to go for a third lawsuit against Nintendo. And so, this happened, this new lawsuit happened in March of 2023. And guess what, guys? Nintendo won that. They're three, they're three to zero. They're, they're, they're three and oh. 
do I have any UFC fans here? It's like when Pereira beat Adesanya three times in a row. Like, it's like, you're not going to win. But then Adesanya won. Do I have any UFC fans? Please let me know. Anyways, this lawsuit, obviously, they lost. Game Vice lost the March lawsuit. But it's coming back again. It's coming back again because apparently each individual claim was not assessed properly. So, I mean, I don't see a way in a world where Nintendo loses this lawsuit after all these years. But with the previous lawsuit, Nintendo was victorious because they showed evidence that diminished the claims of Game Vice. So, you know, I don't see a way things change all this time later. If they were going to win, it was going to be in August 2017. Uh, I don't think it'll change. It's certainly similar, but I don't think this is enough to win a lawsuit against Nintendo for patent infringement. And if that's the case, bro, go after Steam Deck, go after PlayStation Project Q, go after Asus, go after, you know, whoever else. I I don't think they're they're going to win, but you know, it shocks me that so many companies are apt to go after Nintendo who has the legal team the best legal team on planet Earth. That's not a stat, but that's my opinion. I mean, <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. You don't go after them, bro. And you don't mess with them either. You, you don't you don't download ROMs. You don't do you don't make hacking devices. They'll put you in jail and take your income for the rest of, for the rest of your life. Like they did with, with Gary Bowser. You don't mess with them either. So it's like it's terrible. Anyways, they're being sued. Good luck. I wish all of my fellow Nintendo Ninjas luck with this lawsuit. Get it done. Bring it home. Bring the bread home. And um Yeah. It sucks. It's weird. Anyways, they're back in the lawsuit. What did you expect? Let's get to our next piece of news regarding Nintendo Direct. Nintendo Direction. Predictions. What do I think will be in the Direct? I have a feeling it'll age like wine, like super well. Let's get to it. Guys, you at this point must know there is a Direct happening on June 21st. Can you believe it? Well, you better. It's actually real. So, I have talked about the leaks already in this podcast. I've talked about the rumors. Let's get to my predictions. So, I won't, obviously, what I've done in the past is I would record this podcast, uh, you know, record part of it, and then have my thoughts be in this podcast one day later. I'm not doing that because... I feel like when people want to hear my afterthoughts of a direct, they don't want to either A, watch an hour-long podcast just to hear that, or B, click on an hour-long podcast and um, skip halfway through just to hear my thoughts on the direct. So I'll make a separate video for that. that that'll be out uh, shortly after, a few, hour, few hours after the direct airs tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. But I did want to celebrate and, you know, get excited for it with a little prediction segment on the Mario Matter with the Chitter Chatter. Let's go through my 
five predictions for tomorrow's Nintendo Direct 621-2023. Let's go. So, my first one, and I'll break all of them down. Now, I will give credit where credit is due. I would not have this on here if it was not for Pioro Pioro on Twitter. I'm I believe the guy. And so because of him, credit to him, I am going to say they're probably right and my prediction is 2D Mario. Now, what's crazy to me is before this Pioro guy even tweeted a brand new 2D Mario I made a short that is already out right now where I said uh, three games that the Switch needs to have before before it's gone. One of them being a 2D Mario. That was recorded before the guy even put out his tweet. So I always thought a, a new 2D Mario game needed to happen. But now that this guy is saying it, I'm convinced and it is an official prediction from me. 2D Mario... Gotta happen. Now, whether it's 2D Mario Switch, you know, whether it's Mario Bros. Switch, whether it's Mario Bros. Wonder, whatever it is, they've had a Mario Bros. game on their last four consoles. Wii U, 3DS, Wii, and DS. The one before that, being the GameCube, no Mario Bros. game. Even N64, there's Mario games, but no Mario Bros. game. So, it's been a while um, since they've broken that streak of having Mario Bros. games on their consoles, I think that you make it five with Mario Bros. Wonder or Mario Bros. Switch or whatever the title is. There's two things I'm really interested in, and I brought up one earlier. One being the textures and the graphical style of the game. What's different after over 10 years of the last Mario Bros. game? Uh, what will the new one look like? Now, we know... That Mario Bros. U and Mario Bros. Wii look pretty much identical. Like, in terms, of, in terms of graphics and style, looks identical. But do you know in Mario Maker, like, when you can change the graphical style, like, from Mario Bros. U to Mario Bros. 3 to Mario Bros. NES? You know, you can change that. I'm expecting a brand new graphical style that'll look, that'll look way different from the Wii U and Wii Mario Bros., I'm expecting something totally new, some shiny Mario kind of stuff, right? And in terms of the game specifics, I think it'll be a Mario Bros. game. Eight worlds, you know, maybe even they'll try to like one-up their older games, maybe like ten worlds or so, not including the extra worlds. Um, I'll, I'm gonna guess ten, you know, just random, just kind of one-upping your previous games. Ten worlds, um, very similar to how the old Mario Bros. games work. You know, you are you land in a world, you navigate to all the levels, sometimes there's there's obstacles in the world, like a piranha plant that jumps out every few seconds, you gotta time it and then get, get to the next level. Um, things like that, I think that'll all be the same. In terms of characters, I think that you'll obviously have Mario, Luigi. Um, I think there will be, in terms of Toads, I think there will be, a, you know, a... Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of characters because you can't really go back. Once you add a toad, you can't quite remove it or it's not as easy. So I'll say Mario, Luigi. Will it be like which toad? I kind of want to say you know, uh, yellow toad, blue toad, toadette, and Nabbit. But Na uh, Nabbit won't be there. He's only for like Luigi's bros. So I guess not Nabbit. 
Then I'll say Peach. I think Peach will be a playable character like she was in Mario 3D World. I think she'll finally be a playable character in the Mario Bros. games. And I just really think somebody else will be in the position of being captured or needing to be rescued. I have a feeling it won't be Peach. Now, it very, 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 very well could be Peach. And I could be totally wrong. But I just think they're going to want to change it after all these years. Like they did with Mario Bros. 3D World. I just think they'd want to have something different. I think that's how that'll go. Then, my next game prediction here is Mario Baseball. Now, I think this will be announced in conjunction with the Mario 2D game. I think what will happen is they'll have Miyamoto or Yoshiaki Koizumi, who kind of run the, run the Mario series, right? I think they'll have you know one of those two on the screen talking about the Mario games. Probably Miyamoto. It's a big deal if you're announcing a 2D Mario game. I think they'll have Miyamoto on screen announcing Mario Baseball towards like the, the very end, if not the very end. Miyamoto, and he'll he'll say, "All right, please have a look at this. It'll be Mario Baseball." I think they'll do that, and then right after they'll be like. All right, we have one more thing to show you. Which is how, that's how you know there's something going down. We have one more thing to show you. Please have a look. And that'll be 2D Mario. That gives me chills. Just hearing the words, one more thing to show you. Please have a look. Is like chilling, bro. That's, that's chilling. That is bone chilling, bro. I'm so excited. All right, so I think that'll happen. I think they'll announce two of those. Um, My next... Oh, sorry. Here's why Mario Baseball. <laughs> there was an MLB game the other day. I don't know who it was. I just saw the, the Twitter clip. And while they're showing the guy hit the baseball, what do you see in the background? There's like advertisements. And one of them is a Nintendo ad with a Mario holding a baseball bat. They don't just do that every other day. They do not just have that ad, you know, in the middle of, I don't know, January, when there's no direct on the horizon until February. Like, to have that be a few days before your direct is weird. So I think they'll have a Mario baseball game, not to mention they've they've been making a whole lot of Mario sports games like Mario Strikers, Mario Golf. Um, And I just, I think it's the most likely thing. Out of a whole lot of predictions circling and making the rounds. Mario Baseball should happen. Then what I think will happen next. And this is going to sound sound really, really optimistic, right? Uh, if there's one thing I could scratch off the list in terms of happening, it's this one. I think Metroid Prime 4, not even a release date. Not much gameplay, if any at all. I think just... An update, just an update. Whether the game's done, whether you give us a certain year for it to release, could be next year, could be later later this year. I think they give us some sort of update on Metroid Prime 4. There's that. Then, my next pick, my fourth prediction out of the five, 
Credit to that Pioro guy again. I wouldn't be saying this if I didn't see his tweets. I'm robbing this from his tweets. Detective Pikachu 2. Here's my evidence for that. So, Detective Pikachu 2 was, was announced in 2019 by the Pokemon company. It was in development for the Switch. That's been out there for over four years now. Not too long ago, we reported on, I don't know the name, but we reported on two big Pokemon, uh, or I guess the development group who makes Detective Pikachu, two big, big ballers from that company stepped down. That's probably after they finished Detective Pikachu 2. Now, that's not confirmed, and I didn't even think that at the time. But now, it just makes more sense. That that leaker guy on Twitter, Pioro, put out a gif of Detective Pikachu. And those guys stepped down a few months ago. Like, it just seems way too perfect. It seems like we'll have it shown off in the direct. Now, your argument might be, well, they'll show it off in a Pokemon Presents. They'll just show it off there. Why do it in a direct when, when you can have more content for your Pokemon Presents? Yeah. That's a pretty good argument, and I don't know, honestly. But I think either way, like, no matter where you announce it, statistically, directs have more viewers than Pokemon Presents. I mean, I think we can all look at the numbers and agree that is factual. Uh, You do make a good argument, though. You would really think it'd be announced in a Pokemon Presents. But I think... After all these years, it's good to have it be in a direct, give it that spotlight that it deserves. The 3DS uh, originated game, the sequel for it, I think it'd be great. Anyways, you put that in a direct. Honestly, if it's done, I think you put it out this year. It's just been way too long. I think you, you put it out, once again, assuming it's done and will even be in the direct. I think you put it out in November. That's just my, you know, estimated release date. I think that's when you do it. Then my final prediction here, and I think, honestly, it's a pretty safe prediction. It's very, very safe, is the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass Wave 5. Now, the reason I think this is because the last wave that we got, correct me if I'm wrong, was in February. It was at the very least announced then. I I could be wrong on the date, but it was announced in February. Last time it was announced, four months ago. I think that you announce the new wave four months later. And then they have two waves to put out until it's done. Wave five, which could be tomorrow, and wave six. I think you put out wave five this summer. It could be in July. Then, you know, maybe three or four months later from July four months would be uh, November, you put it out, you put out wave six in November as a holiday wave, and then you're done. That's it. I think that's how you properly space them out. Also, kids are home from school. Uh, People are just chilling all summer. I think it's a good time to update Mario Kart, get it all going. The Summer Direct is certainly a good good time and a good place to do that not to mention obviously we knew this was coming and i'm not treating it like it's news 
but the Nintendo Canada account tweeted the other day, and by the other day, I mean like the, the, the other week or so, um, that the new courses for Mario Kart 8 DLC were coming soon, quote unquote soon. Who knows when soon is, but that was a few weeks ago. Now, a few weeks later, could be in a direct. I think that's going to happen. Now, I'll tell you this much. I don't think all of those predictions that I just made will happen. But I will say, I think at least one of them will happen. And if we did get all of them, this is the best direct I've ever watched in my life. Here's the thing. I put 2D Mario, Mario Baseball, and Mario Kart. I do not see all three of those um, being announced. Now, if they are all announced, fantastic. Great, more Mario. But, I mean, I'm saying one or two of those three will be announced. I'm leaning most towards 2D Mario and Mario Kart 8. Mario Baseball is more of like a, I'm just guessing, but I do have a strong feeling with, with 2D Mario and Mario Kart 8. Metroid Prime 4, I heard it was done. I heard from some shady rumor it's done. I have zero idea how credible it is, though. Zero idea. So please take that with a grain of salt. I heard Metroid Prime 4 is done. Please don't take that seriously. Please don't. I have no idea where it's from. Please, please, please don't. Don't hold me to it. And then, Detective Pikachu 2. The guy Puro on Twitter who is 100% accurate according to his previous tweets kind of hinted at it. So I'll say that based off of his uh, tweets. And then Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Very, very safe pick. Just about that time. Anyways, guys, we went over direct predictions. Now it's time to get to the best segment of the week where we answer your questions. Let's go ahead. Let's get to it. Guys, it is time. The favorite segment of the week. Time to answer your questions. Now, how to submit a question, you might ask if you're just tuning in to the podcast, anything like that. How to ask a question. So every Sunday on my YouTube community tab, I always put out, hey, hope you're well. Feel free to leave your questions here. I'll answer them or I'll try to answer them is kind of what I say. I think the exact wording is it doesn't confirm It'll be answered, but it puts your ticket in the lottery. And then if you're a channel member, which means you monetarily support the channel for as low as $1.99 a month, you will get priority and guaranteed question asking. So I have two members who asked questions. I will answer theirs first and they guaranteed get it answered. Uh, There's only one question I I can guarantee that that I'll answer. So if you're a member, and you comment 48 questions, I can't answer all of them, but at least one. Anyways, you, you can either ask on YouTube or join the Discord server. You can ask in the Ask M Swizzle channel. We're trying to grow our Discord. I will give you the scoop if you're listening now and you want your question answered. I'll tell you this. It's probably a little bit easier in the Discord server. I take 10 from each. There's 150 on YouTube. And like 15 in the in the in the, ugh, in the Discord, so it's probably a little easier. Flock there, link in description. Either way, however you choose to submit, we have questions. Beginning with Allison McGuire 1710, our channel member. Thank you so much, Allison. 
asking, what's your favorite Zelda game? My favorite Zelda game is actually on the laptop behind me. It is Skyward Sword, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. My favorite Zelda game, Tears of the Kingdom. I beat it. That is second. Breath of the Wild is third. And I have yet to play Twilight Princess or Majora's Mask or even Ocarina of Time. I know that sounds like a crime, but I just wasn't into Zelda back in the day. And um, I want to get to all those eventually. Then F100 Games asks, what is your favorite 3DS or 2DS special edition console. So my favorite one, and I don't own it, but I would love to own it, is the Japanese, I think it's Japanese exclusive, the Japanese exclusive Happy Home Designer Animal Crossing New 3DS XL. It's so nice. It has a nice neon green bottom half. It has a bunch of furniture, very, very colorful furniture on the top shell. It's just so nice, not to mention it is the biggest and baddest 3DS model. I would love that. Now, you asked 3DS or 2DS. I'll actually give you both. My favorite 2DS one, I own this one, is the Ocarina of Time 2DS. I own this. It's much more comfortable, I would say. Um, Very, very nice. I do like it a lot. I got my Animal Crossing New Leaf cartridge on here. Look at that. Boom, bam. Look at that. Will it focus? Oh, first print and everything. Not even the welcome amiibo version. First print Animal Crossing New Leaf. How great could it be? It has some dirt on the bottom, but that shows love. That shows that you love the game. If you ever have dirt on like a, a, a game cartridge or a suitcase or something, like suitcases especially, th those get dirty. Like, bro, look at it. Look at it as like, you know, one, you're using the suitcase, and two, I look at it as, like, a souvenir. Like, like, if it happens to a suitcase, like, you know, you went somewhere. You actually used it, you went somewhere, and that's, like, kind of your badge of you actually flew somewhere. You know, that's cool. Uh, obviously, it's not easy for, every, for everyone to see it like that because you don't want your brand new suitcase to be damaged, but that's kind of how I look at it. It's a souvenir, you know. Then, to normal questions, Judah's Mom 7 asks, Do you think the Splatoon franchise will keep going up in the numbers of the game like Splatoon 4 or have a new name instead of numbers like Splatoon Deluxe? Yes. Um... I think it'll go for a little longer. I think it'll be Splatoon 4. And then I believe they'll start considering something else. I think after 4 is when you cut it. Because like you, you even have you know Metroid Prime 4. You have Mario Party 4. They're not afraid to go up into like the 10s like with Mario Party. They aren't afraid to do it. But I see one more number increase. And we might even get Splatoon 5, but I think that's when they'll really consider, okay, do we call it something else? Yeah, I think 4 is doable, and then 5, got to put some put some thought into it. Then, Kalel colon 6, sorry, 7693 asks, did you always grow up on Nintendo, or did, or did you enjoy other games and consoles? Also, is Nintendo your favorite video game company? Mine is. Yes, so... I always grew up on Nintendo. So I've played PlayStation. I went through like an Xbox phase. I mean, 
I wouldn't call it like a phase. Like I wasn't in like Call of Duty lobbies, like screaming or whatever. Um, I played Xbox like a whole lot, like more than actually. No, no, no. I'm not saying more than other consoles because that was during the Wii U era where I where I had my Xbox One phase. I would go on there for FIFA, and I would go on the Wii U for like well everything else. Uh, I used both pretty equally, but in terms of like growing up, like age three, four, five, six, seven. It was all Nintendo. It was all GameCube and Wii. So, I'd say yes, but I have uh, enjoyed other games and consoles, like you said. Mainly FIFA on the Xbox. And then I, I had a Fortnite phase, like I think a lot of people did. Uh, <laughs> that, that, was on, that was on the PlayStation, though. I, I, had, I had the Fortnite phase on the PlayStation and the FIFA phase on the Xbox. And then, yes, I would say 100% Nintendo is my favorite video game company, for sure. Then, call me envy three one three five asks, "Hey M Swizzle, I know it's not Mario related, but as a Brit, I want to ask, what is the thing you find weirdest about the UK?" You know, I like the UK. I want to go there real bad. I've never, I've never been there. Never been. I want to go to London and all that. Um, the thing that I find the weirdest. It's not weird. It's more convenient. I mean, it's kind of like, it's weird to me, but it's probably pretty convenient for those used to it. What's kind of cool and weird to me is that when you buy something in the UK, I believe I've heard this, the tax is already included in the price. So like if I'm going to buy this 2DS and tax here is like, you know, five bucks or so. For this 2DS. I pay. And say that it costs 100 bucks. I then pay 105 bucks. But it's listed for 100 bucks. If you're buying this in the UK. The price before you even like. Get to the checkout. Is 105 bucks. Like it's included in the price. I believe. I believe I'm right there. And so that's kind of cool. Like it's weird but cool. Because I'm not used to that. Like I'll, I'll like look at a fridge. And be like dang. That's a lot of money. Plus tax. But it's like it's already included if you're if you're in the UK. That's pretty cool. That's cool though. I do like that question. Ask me more UK questions, guys. I like when I have I like when I hear that I have fans from the UK. I think it's the coolest thing. Like people listen to somebody with a different accent. It's, it's great. It's so great. I'm kidding. Anyways. Next. SS Gamer198 asks. I know you like Punch Out. So, who is your favorite opponent in the entire series to go up against? Okay. I actually answered this the other day on Twitter. Um, so, it's either Donkey Kong on Punch-Out! Wii or Don Flamenco. I don't know. There's something about him that's kind of fun. His, like, three-punch move, doesn't he say, like, you, you, you know, he, he does the, um, and then he throws, like, three punches. You know, that one's fun. I like Don Flamenco. I also like, um, you know, he's not your opponent, but there's a Punch-Out! spinoff. Uh, Doc Lewis's Punch-Out! That is a WiiWare game. I like I like fighting against Doc Lewis. He's real fun. Then, Super Titan 73 asks, Do you think a Mario football game would be the best Mario sports game ever. So Mario football as in um, like like American football or Mario football as in like soccer football. If it's soccer football, 
they've made that in Mario Strikers. So because of that, I would assume you mean like football as in like American football. Um, they have rugby, which isn't the same thing, but it's pretty close. And that's already like not amazing. Like they have that in the Mario and Sonic Olympic Games. Uh, and that's not like a big hit, I would say. Uh, I don't think it'll be the best Mario sports game ever. But I do think it'd be good. Like, if they had, like, a Madden-style Mario sports game, dude, that'll be cool. You, you, know, you can throw, throw to the character. Now nah, that, nah, nah, hold on. This'll be really, really, oh, I just spit everywhere. I just spit everywhere. That'll be really, really cool. Uh, that'll be cool. Okay. You know, you're kind of getting me here. You're kind of getting me. Mario football. I'll take it, but I don't think it'll be the, it'll be the best ever. I think the best ever, in my opinion, is Mario Sports Mix. And I found out recently that game wasn't received very well. Like, Mario Sports Mix has low ratings. I thought it was, like, a very, very good game. But I guess not. I grew up with it. I like it a lot. Then, Lucas likes Starbucks. 9460 asks, do you have any pets? I do. I've got two dogs. One... It's called, like, a Cavapoo. Cavapoo. Yeah, Google Cavapoos. That's, like, you know, what they are. Um, C-A-V-A-P-O-O. -O. One is named Teddy, and one is named Louie. Yeah, no, these guys look exactly like the dogs that I have. Cavapoo. The, that's that's what I've got. They're very nice. Louie's very uh, calm and chill. Teddy will bite your head off, but they're dogs. They can't control it. Or can they? You know, I always think, like, I, I see my dogs, like, sleeping. And I always have to go up and, like, make some shorts and stuff. I just wonder, like, how cool would it be to, like, live a dog's life? Like, bro, you get to eat like a king. I mean, obviously, you know, you're, you're, you're eating dog food. But, like, food that you think is, is pretty good. You get to eat like a king, run around all day, you get petted which you know as a human that would feel weird but as a dog it must feel must feel great you get to sleep all day like bro a dog's life must be like really 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 great it must be pretty fun all right well anyways next lucy eisenbarth 9713 why does why does everyone have like numbers at the, at the end of the name oh because it's like because youtube made the, those like ats or whatever like the usernames and like if, if you didn't change it they put numbers at the end would you be interested in playing an open world animal crossing game if nintendo decided to make one in the future uh what's a closed animal crossing game uh what's an open world like i guess like because the whole concept is like, you know, you, you make, uh, you like design what you already have. I mean, I guess an, an, an open world one would, I guess be like the, the, the stores are already like set to where, you know, they, they already have a certain location. Like everyone's Island looks the exact same and you, you're just running around and decorating. I don't know. It's hard. What's an open world Animal Crossing game? I think it's it's already as open as it can get. I don't know that one. That one kind of mind boggles me. But I would for sure be open to any new Animal Crossing playstyle. I'd be open to it. Not that I would like it. I've not seen it yet. But I'd be open if they if they wanted to 
kind of shift things around. I'd be open to it. Then Noah Rudolph asks, perhaps you've answered this before, but what is your favorite game of all time? Love your videos. Keep up the great the great work. Thank, thank you so much, Noah Rudolph. Thank you, 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 thank you. Favorite game of all time is Animal Crossing New Leaf for the Nintendo 2D 3DS. This cartridge slot is like stuck, but New Leaf 3DS. Love it. Favorite game. Great soundtrack. Great gameplay. Great everything. Great nostalgia as well. Then Mr. Sharky asks, what is your favorite genre? Sorry, we're on Discord questions now. Discord questions, Discord stuff. Mr. Sharky asks, what's your favorite genre of music? Also, who's your favorite music artist slash band? Favorite genre is rap or hip hop. And favorite music artist slash band is Juice World. Uh, I've been listening to Juice World ever since 2018. Um... I'm listening to him now in my headphones. Like I have to have some some kind of music to like you know kind of get a beat. Uh, and I'm, I have Juice World in there right now. Anyways, Lavar <laughs> asks, "How's it going, Mister Swizzle? It's been a while. It has." My question for you is that now you have gotten to play Tears of the Kingdom. Do you think I should buy it, even though I didn't like Breath of the Wild so much? Um, I don't think so. If because I'll tell you this, when you get right into the game, the game is so different. Like, sorry, in, in terms of story, in terms of story, the game is so different. It's very different. But in terms of gameplay, graphics, sound effects, and combat, and things like that, it's really a whole lot of the same stuff. Like, once again, not saying they are the same games. Story, different. I think Tears of the Kingdom is better. But, if you didn't like Breath of the Wild, I wouldn't recommend Tears of the Kingdom. Whole lot of the same stuff. Maybe the next-gen Zelda game? Like, with different graphics, different concept of the game. Maybe then, but Tears of the Kingdom is, like, the exact same thing. Minus the story and everything. So, I'd say no, honestly. Then, Mirror Astonishment asks, Do you think... That the new condition games on Amazon for older consoles, such as Wii, Wii U, etc., are actually new condition-wise, or just labeled as new, so it can be put at a higher price. I mean, if it's not new, and they sell it to you as new, not like new, not used, if they sell it as new, you can easily get a refund for that, because that's a scam. If they say it's new, new for video games means sealed and unless they, they specify, like, the seal has a tear in it, you can get a refund if it's actually not brand new. So, Amazon Amazon would certainly help you there. Um, but I think most of them are definitely actually new. Although, they will sometimes, like, I bought a copy of Animal Crossing New Leaf. Um, I tried to buy it as the first print edition, so... Meaning that it didn't have the Nintendo Selects like overlay on it. It didn't have the Welcome uh, Welcome Amiibo update logo. It was the first, like one of the first copies ever made of the game. And they sent me a Nintendo Selects version of the game, which is not what I ordered. So they might send you like a different version. But if anything is not at all what you want, if if you're if it's on Amazon, you can easily get a refund for that. So I would buy brand new stuff if you want. And if it's not new, 
give it a good old return. One thing I used to do was message beforehand. Message like, hey, it's definitely sealed, right? Or, or, or it's definitely, you know, the US version, right? And normally they'll, they'll answer you. Now, if they, if they answer like, uh, hey, it's in the warehouse. We can't check that. Don't buy. Do not buy. Do not buy. If they cannot answer it, like, you know, we, we can't look at it right now. We don't have it on hand. Don't buy. That is them basically saying, hey, it's exactly the copy that, that you do not want, but we're not going to say that just in case you buy it and then are actually just fine with it instead. Don't buy it if they don't confirm it's not what you want. Or like, you know, if they say, if they say, yes, it's sealed, it's the US version, all good, then buy it. If not, don't. Then, Revilo Kralk asks, do you think that Tears of the Kingdom would be playable and enjoyable even if you haven't played Breath of the Wild 100%? You don't need to know the Breath of the Wild story just to play Tears of the Kingdom and just enjoy it in general. You don't need to know that. Then, SCD79YT asks, do you have more than one Pro Controller for the Switch? If so, which do you use most? I joined via your latest live stream. Thanks so much. So I do. I've got, well, in terms of official ones, I've got this standard one back from 2017. I bought this. It's six years old now. The top is scratched up because of the charger port stuff. But otherwise, like it's in like not terrible uh, condition. You can see the thumbsticks are a little bit like roughed up a tiny bit, but doesn't affect me. I use this sometimes. I use this mainly when... um. When this one's dead, this is an official pro controller, but it has like, I've taken out all the parts and replaced it. You can see it is official um, right there. There's the exact same charging port that you know and love. Uh, there's the back. You have a real Nintendo battery in there. It is an official controller. It's a Splatoon design. This shell and the parts are from ext extreme rate. I ran, I ran out of breath trying to say it. Extreme rate, go to extremerate.com. And if you want one of these, use code MSwizzle at checkout for what I believe is 10% off. Maybe it's 15, been a while. <laughs> Anyways, quite fun. Customize your pro controllers, but no, I have two. And then in terms of like third party controllers, I have so many because companies would send it to me to review. Uh, can I count real quick? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 12, I have 12, I have 12 pro controllers for the Switch, uh, I mean, honestly, that's way more than I need, but I'll take them, I'll certainly take them, then, Fishtendo asks, will you 100% Tears of the Kingdom, uh, no, I mean, as cool as it sounds, uh, I just won't, I won't do that, because, if I was going to do that, I'd probably still be playing it. And I want to move on, get to other games in, in my backlog, get to Pikmin games, get to old Kirby games I haven't played yet. Um, so I'm not looking to 100% it, but that is very, very cool for those who do want to. The extra cutscenes, all that cool stuff. Then, a few more left. Spider-Man India says, have you seen Spider-Man across the, the Spider-Verse? And if so, what was your favorite Spider-Person? I have not seen it. I heard it's good. Uh, I'm just not a big movie guy. I just haven't seen it yet. 
Then six more reasons asks, would you rather see a hybrid console or a separate home console and a handheld console for the next generation? Which do you believe would be best for Nintendo as a company? So my personal wanting, I would love a separate home console and a handheld console. That's what I want because you you can you can fill both like you can <coughs> you can put games that are meant to be for handhelds on handhelds like if you have to touch the screen or whatever you only have to make it for the handheld but for the switch it's like uh, uh I don't know what to do like with animal with the animal crossing uh you could on the 3ds like touch the screen you know drag your inventory items now it's like you know, I want to make it a handheld game, and it has, like, handheld graphics, kind of, almost, you know, it's not the best graphics that it could have, but, you know, it's a TV control game where you use the control, you know, it's so weird, it's hard to explain, but, like, with handheld versus home, you can actually optimize the home console graphics, and, you know, kind of compete with the PS5 and Xbox, or, 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 or in, in, in conjunction, you can have the handheld, which competes with other handhelds, and that will just have handheld games that use touchscreen. Whole lot easier. Now, what what would be best for Nintendo? Money-wise, Switch 2. Well, you know what? I don't even think that. Because whenever they release a sequel to a console, it never does better. Look at Wii to Wii U. Look at NES to SNES. Look at Game Boy to, to Game Boy Advance. They never actually sell better. Never. Not once. DS to 3DS. So, I think your best shot is to make a whole brand new console or consoles if you if you do the home home console and handheld console route. Then, that theme park guy asks, why is the Mario Matter called the Mario Matter? Is it because Mario is made of matter? Matter is made of Mario? Or does Mario just matter? There are probably other answers, but just tell me I'm having a crisis thinking about it. Wow. Okay. So, the Mario Matter. I thought about this um, last May. I thought of the name, and I knew that it would be news-based, and, you know, I'm not sure, I guess, like, matter was kind of like, like a news word, it was like, what's the matter, you know, here's the matter, I don't know, it was like a news word, it's like, this is the matter, we're bringing you the matter, I don't know, now I'm, like, thinking about it way too much, it's like, here's, like, the new, like, I don't know, the Mario matter, it's like, I don't know, like, what's the matter? There you go, that's the answer. Then Mario is just obviously the face of Nintendo. And there's that, kind of just a news podcast sounding kind of thing. Then, the Hollow Turtle asks, Have you played any of the random farming simulators or RPGs that were in the past few directs? I have not, but I want to play, and I don't think it was like a farming simulator, so to speak, but it was kind of looked as... At, as one of those, like, it was looked at as a farming simulator, but there's much more to it. I want to play Fantasy Life. What's the game? The girl who, you know, lost her hope. I don't know. Fantasy Life. Lost track of time. Fantasy Life. The girl who steals time. I want to play that. Comes to the Switch. Is there a release date for it? I believe it said 2023. Let's see. The release date is loading. Releasing, yeah, sometime this year, Fantasy Life, the uh, the girl who, who steals time. That one should be good. It should be good. And then we got a few more. Bowser on Browser asks, favorite boxer? 
Mine are Muhammad Ali and Prime Mike Tyson. I like Mike too. And Ali, obviously. Um, in terms of like modern ones. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll turn on like a Javante Davis fight. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. I, I, I'm more of a UFC guy. I don't watch as much boxing. Can I give you my favorite UFC fighter? <laughs> I'll get canceled for liking the guy. I like Colby Covington. He makes, you know, as bad of things, you know, that he says, like, like, like he says terrible things. It's so fun to watch. It's such a show. It is a show. It's so fun to watch. And he'll probably fight for the title later this year. So that should be fun. I'm excited for that. That should be a good one. Anyways, we have one more question. Or is it two more? I lost my dang word doc. We have two more. Sonic Generations asks... How many Sonic games have you played? Well, I'll tell you, Sonic Sonic Generations is one of them. Uh, so let's count. We got one, two, three, four, five. Sorry, that was loud. Six, um, seven, eight, nine. Hold on. There's more. Ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve. I believe... Your answer is 12. Sonic Frontiers, Sonic Colors, Sonic Rush, a whole lot of games I've played of Sonic. Very, very fun. Then, CB the Legendary Final Question asks, M. Swizzle, will you play Smash Bros. with me? Um, I barely even play Smash Bros. myself. Uh, I cannot. Uh, time crunch is hard. And I can't really play with, like, one person. Because if I play with, with one person, I got to play with everybody or else it's not fair. Uh, so I can't do that. My apologies. Uh, but I barely even play Smash myself. I have it and I play it here and there, but not as much because I'm, I'm trying to beat my backlog of games. So I can't, unfortunately. But that is it for the Mario Matter episode 43. Thank you all so much for listening to this podcast. We got the direct tomorrow. Get excited. It should be a very, very good one. Get hyped. Get excited. We're doing the stuff. Anyways, I'll be live then, 9 a.m. tomorrow, June 21st. That is Eastern Time, uh, 6 a.m. Pacific, 8 a.m. Central, and that's going to be 2 p.m. UK time. So, get excited. We're doing it. I love you all. Thank you all so much for listening. If you could, leave us a swell rating on Spotify and Apple. I would appreciate it. And that is it. I'll see you all in the next one. Adios.